God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless even you. Welcome to the Midweek Power Nugget, where 15 minutes of your day can change, will change if you allow it. It will absolutely blow your mind and transform your entire life. So grateful to God that he has given us another opportunity to be able to come together to study his word. Let us pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, God, we glorify you. We magnify you. We bless your holy and righteous name. God, there is none other by which name we can be saved, delivered, and set free. God, we glorify you for giving us one more day, not just one more day, one more hour, not just one more hour, one more minute, not just one more minute, but one more moment, God, in this existence. Nothing we could have done could have earned it, nothing we could have done, could have uh, saved us, nothing we could have done, could have stretched out our lifespan. It is only by your grace, your mercy, and your love that we are still here. And God, we thank you for another opportunity to come together, to hear what you have to say. God, open up our ears that we might hear you and not be distracted. Open up our hearts that we might receive what you have to say to us on today. Open up our minds, God, that we might uh, 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 be dispelled, dispel everything that is around us that might try and and shift and and change your word into something else, God. Let us hear your unadulterated word. God, let it permeate our very being. God, let it do what it is that you have assigned for us to do. And, Father, we glorify you and we bless your name. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Again, thanking God for each and every opportunity that we have to come together to study his word. On this morning, our travels take us to Luke, the second chapter. Luke, the second chapter. And we will uh, we'll start at the eighth verse. Luke, the second chapter. Starting at the eighth verse, for some of you all, it will be a familiar passage of scripture. And we'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible, Luke, the second chapter, starting at the eighth verse. It reads as follows, in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, <clears throat> praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. Let me go back and read uh, verses 10 and 11 for you. Again, I am in Luke 2, reading verses 10 and 11 for your hearing. It says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ 
the Lord. And the word of the Lord is blessed. On this morning, I have a simple question for you. Has the Grinch stolen your Christmas? Has the Grinch stolen your Christmas? You are without a doubt this time of Advent, this, this, this uh, time of Christmas is to be a time of great joy, as the scripture has said. Because on that first Christmas night, what I just read to you, the angel announced to the shepherds a good news of a great joy. The Savior, who, had they, who they had been waiting for, the Messiah, had come, had been born. The shepherds were excited. That announcement changed their lives forever. I would imagine that they were filled with joy and wonder and, and, and praising along with the angels saying, Glory to God in the highest and in, on earth peace among men. So let me ask you this. We're at Christmas time now. Are you filled with joy and wonder? Are you, is your mouth filled with praise? Or has the Grinch, and I'm not talking about the Grinch in green with the, the, the wide mouth and, and, and the big eye. I'm not talking about that Grinch. I'm talking about the original Grinch. I'm talking about the, the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Has he stolen your joy? Has he stolen your wonder? Has he stolen the praise out of your mouth? Because if he has, it is time to get it back. It's time to get your joy back. It's time to get your wonder back. It's time to get your praise on. I want you to think about, think about that announcement we just read in the scripture. There has been born for you. My God, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. What What does that mean? Was that just for the shepherds? What, what does that mean for you and me today? The first thing it means is that we have a Savior who has come to save us from our past. That in and of itself ought to be enough to give God praise and to bring back your joy and your wonder. So many people are suffering with guilt, suffering with, with, with shame over bad uh, decisions, over bad actions, over wrong stuff that they may have done in their past, and the enemy beats them to death with shame and with guilt. Can I encourage you not to be beaten any longer? My God, all of the bad things, all of the terrible things, all of the horrible things that you've done are no match for the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. The blood of Jesus that, that Jesus shed on the cross has taken away your sins. The moment you confess your sins and repent of them, you are forgiven. And the Savior has come to save us from our past. Not only from saving us from our past, but he came to save us from 
an empty present. I'm not talking about a box that has nothing in it. I'm saying an empty present, your present. We just talked about your past. Now let's talk about your present. Some folks are just existing and they're not really living. But Jesus came not only to fill an empty stocking, that, that, that's not what we're talking about, but to fill your empty life. My God, he has a purpose and a plan for you. Y'all know y'all like to shout on Jeremiah 29 and 11. I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord's plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. So then come to him, come to Jesus, surrender to him, let him lead you. He wants to give you joy and peace. Regardless of the situation that you may be in, quit allowing life's circumstances to choke out your joy, to choke out your peace. Huh? He wants to use your life. Yeah, you. No, you. I'm talking to you. Yes, he wants to use you, your life, to make a difference in others, to leave a legacy that will last through all eternity. And you all, it makes life worth living, knowing that every day is an exciting adventure, an exciting endeavor with God to touch another person's life. Quit Think, quit existing. It's time to live. So the Savior's come to save you from a dark past, save you from an empty present, and to save you from a hopeless future. Everyone without God is without hope. No one comes to the Father without the Savior. But guess what? Now that we know that Jesus has come and we can know him personally, you are we can be assured that regardless of life circumstances, regardless of what uh, uh, has been told to us about, oh, you'll never be better than this or, Oh, no, things are going to end up being like this. Oh, I see what's happening to you now because this is what happened to your so-and-so, and you might as well get ready for it or used to it because this, that, and the third is. No, 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 no. Now that Jesus has come, we can have a personal relationship with him, and we can be assured of his presence in our life, while we live, guess what? We could be assured of being with him in heaven when we die. Somebody should have got excited right there. Because with everything going on in this life, with, with everything that we are seeing being played out on the news, being played out in the neighborhood, Let's just be real and be transparent. Being played out in our own families. We need an assurance. We need a reminder that we don't have to live a hopeless future. Sure, things didn't turn out the way you thought. 
Sure, you you might have thought that you had the right thing going on. But then as it started to go, you know, as life started to go on, you realized that you really didn't do what you were supposed to do. You really, uh, 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 things really aren't going to end up being that way. You all, our assignment on life, in life changes. And it changes at the whim of God. So while your calling, your anointing, while your, your uh, uh, you know, the mantle that God has called you to is sure, your assignment in life, what do I mean your assignment? Your job, job may change. Where you live may change. Um, how you carry out life as it relates to your finances, yeah, may change. But it doesn't necessarily mean that life is over for you. It just means that you have to say, okay, God, now what? Just because life didn't turn out the way that you thought it would, doesn't mean that your eternity is hopeless. If the scripture says that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of men, all that God has prepared for his people, if that's what the scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians, then guess what? Huh. We've got a future that we can't even conceive that is laid up for us. So, yes, there is hope for your future. So let me encourage you today. If the Grinch, huh, the devil, the enemy, as the old folks say, old Slewfoot, has tried to take your Christmas, has tried to take your joy, has tried to take your peace. Don't let him anymore. If the scripture says that the angel told the shepherds, I bring you good news of great joy. That wasn't just for them. That's for us today. Let your joy be restored. Let your wonder be retained. Let the praise fill your mouth again. Because the Savior has come. He's come to save you from a dark past. He's come to save you from an empty present. And he's come to save you from a hopeless future. Let's pray. Our gracious God and our Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for reminding us that the enemy does not lay possession to our joy, our peace, to our wonder, to our praise. God, we pray on today, God, that all that we let the enemy take away, God, that we will allow you to restore it in our lives. So as we continue to walk through this Advent season, God, restore our wonder, restore our joy. Help us be your change agents today. <clears throat> in Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless each and every one of you. Go out and have an amazingly God-blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen.